may not know. Maybe the person who trained them gave them the bad habits as well, and it has just gone unchecked. But let someone come in at 530 and you start weighing trades. That, oh, would, be, that would be a whole problem. That's Not right. I promise you the, the rep knows more than the doctor of what it takes to process those instruments. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Clearly. And, clearly. Yeah. Clearly. And, and let's, let's just, you know, uh, being 100% transparent. We have many reps that are absolutely superstars in their craft. Mm -hmm. uh, these reps yeah. need to speak up, see something, say something. You saw that trade <laughs> in your home. Yeah. You've seen it. You know you need that trade should be in the backseat of your, your, your car. who trained them gave them the bad habits as well and it has just gone unchecked but let someone come in at 5 30 and you start weighing trades that, oh, would, be, that would be a whole problem That's Not right. a i promise problem, you the, the rep knows more than the doctor of what it takes to process those instruments oh yeah oh yeah clearly and, clearly yeah. clearly and, and let's let's just you know uh being 100 transparent we have many reps that are absolutely superstars in their craft. Mm -hmm. uh, these reps yeah. need to speak up, see something, say something. You saw that trade <laughs> in your home floor. You've seen it. You know you need that trade shouldn't be in the backseat of your, your, your car. Um, I was at a hospital in West Virginia, and their policy was pretty strong. You know, uh, after a trade was presented to the hospital, if you decided to leave your trade there past 48 hours, this hospital is going to mail your trade back to your facility, uh, COD, cash on delivery, right? Uh, again, uh, sometimes words don't matter when they should. But when you hit them in the pocket, uh, yeah, it begins to resonate. At the end of the year, you want to know what's this line item in red that you didn't account for. Uh, and now someone has to now speak to the person whose name is on the check. Uh, that's a problem. Accountability. Oh, and then if your facility becomes that uh, the the popular storage place, you'll oh, have a bunch of loaner trades for months. So unless you have those policies in writing, you know, hey, you and know, this XYZ hospital, you could just leave your trades there until you need them. It'll keep it close to the city. That ends up being an added liability because then you've got a, a mess of loaner trays shoved in a corner somewhere and all the instruments are all getting, they're getting all mixed up and then an instrument gets lost and then the vendor comes along and, hey, where's my instrument? And I've, I've had many conversations where I said, well, it's, it's your guess is as good as mine because it was here, you dropped it off three weeks ago. It's been sitting there for three weeks. And so I, I don't know what to tell you, you know, but then they come back with, well, I guess I'm going to have to charge the hospital. That's right. That's Which right. To this policy. Well, if you would have picked up your tray and then it goes back and forth. So, you know, that's the, that's the kind of thing we need to try to get away from because we do need a, a working relationship with everybody and you know you scratch my we have to uh unblur the line there's some blurred lines with uh these yeah. two categories loaner trays and consignment trays right um we can have a conversation all day about no this is a loaner and this yeah. is consignment what's the difference mm -hmm. well somebody say 
consignment trades is a contract with the hospital. If anything gets lost or broken in this trade, guess who's responsible? You know, the line gets so blurred when you don't have a, a definitive or strong inventory or your process is broken and you wonder why we can't get some raises in some hospitals or new technology like a, a one source. Well, find the savings. One way you can find some savings is what, by way of efficiency. So look at your loan and process. We shared with you a template and Danny's going to give his phone number. If you have any questions, he'll be happy to, uh, to help. Very nice. Yes, indeed. Call me or send me a message on the LinkedIn. I'm sure I'm going to get some angry ones of from vendors. Like, really, guy? <laughs> yeah, I mean, we're not against the vendors. Exactly. No, we, lo we love our vendors. Yeah, we love the vendors. And and as Luane said, you know, it's just like it's just like anything else. For the majority, for the most part, people do what is to be done. It's just those exceptions to the rules. Like three weeks. I don't know a reason for someone other than them falling ill or something else. I don't know a reason for something to sit around three weeks later for someone not to come and get it. But even in the policy, the tool that we just shared, that sample from Isham, it actually says what you said, Luane, about 48 hours or it will be mailed back to you at your own expense. That covers that three-week thing that says, well, I guess I'll discharge the hospital. Well, actually, no, you won't because this yeah. is our policy. And we made you aware of the policy the first time you brought said instruments here. And again, that just gives you some help there. Um, so listen, we're talking and we're probably preaching to the choir. Uh, our audience is dealing with these loaners. Somebody right now is dealing with some loaners that came in late today. Right now, at this time, somebody is cussing out a loaner, you know, cursing at a loaner set that probably was supposed to be there yesterday. And they're trying to get it ready for maybe a 7 a.m. case tomorrow, you know? And so for the people who are doing the work, like how will we encourage them? Because they do sometimes run into the same, like, come on, man, work with us here. You know, how do we encourage the people doing the work so that they don't, so we're not so frustrated off of these loaner trades? living in places where we don't have space for them. So what would we say to the people who are doing the work to encourage them? One of the first things I would say, learn how to or start advocating for yourself. Maybe not be the bad guy, but start uh, advocating for yourself. Mm -hmm. um, you know, use the tools that we shared here to, uh, to basically set some process improvements in your facility. You know, don't get to the point where you're storming into your manager's office and saying, I can't do with these these loaners. You know, at that point, you're you're not you're just coming with a problem. Come with a solution and explain and like, hey, you know, this was uh, frustrating for everyone involved, and here are some possible solutions that we could implement uh, to make the processes go easier. You know, I'm sure you as a manager don't want to hear uh, the staff constantly complaining. I feel like implementing these would be uh, these uh, policies and procedures uh, could be beneficial for the overall department and operations. So yeah. Anyone else? Yeah, I think a good starting point is just like Danny was saying, is to advocate for yourself. Uh, but part of doing that is is documenting. Document when the loaner trace come in. Document when the case is supposed to be. So how much time were you given? Um, you know, and and then part of empowering yourself and advocating for yourself is to to have the the knowledge. Uh, equip yourself with the knowledge to to present to your higher up. Yeah. Uh, that way, 
you can you can again and speaking their language is part of that educating yourself um about what to do and how to do it but don't expect the the number one thing and i know that this is super frustrating and no one wants to hear this but change doesn't happen overnight you know change isn't going to happen like you said danny change isn't going to happen by you storming into the boss's office and saying this has to stop now you know it does need to stop now but it's not going to stop just because you're stomping your feet and pounding your fist you know and so we need to we need to just recognize that that change takes time so baby steps and and we need to start somewhere and part of or um what i have found is that starting with documenting and and establishing that there's a pattern to this behavior that's helpful um so so don't don't have high expectations for a quick change because there's no quick fix to it what will we say to to decision makers or the or to help them understand the importance of supporting the loaner policy hmm. well well i'll jump in right so two minutes two uh, minutes I, I got the timer let me get it i i would say this right if we know we're using this particular system uh two times a month and we're going to use it two times every month every year if we have room in our budget hey can we purchase the system we can we can eliminate this whole uh potential mishap if we can adopt the system in-house and make it universal so other physicians in the same service line maybe we can agree to use the same system and we can eliminate any confusion to borrow trade space so wow, that's what that i would say in 1.3 minutes that was excellent that was an excellent response yeah. Who wants to go behind that? And I'm just teasing. <laughs> no, but basically saying that, you know, um, being negligent toward uh, the policies and procedures of loaners, you know, does impact the bottom line, does increase uh, liability, uh, might increase uh, uh, the, depending on the risk appetite, which a hospital should have very little risk appetite. Uh, you know, you're, you're putting patients in danger if you cut corners and uh, and that will reflect heavily on the facility. So making sure you you basically cross your T's and dot your I's when it comes to loners, it's very important because, yeah, you don't want anything snowballing to something bigger than it shouldn't. Yeah. Thanks ever so much for listening to Knowledge or Nonsense. I want to encourage you and ask that you go and subscribe to our YouTube page, which can be found under the title Knowledge or Nonsense. We air live every Tuesday evening at 8 p.m. Central, 9 p.m. Eastern, and every Saturday morning at 9 a.m. Central, 10 a.m. Eastern. On Thursday evenings, occasionally, we do have special airings, and that is for specific series or time-sensitive information that needs to get out. Again, on Knowledge and Nonsense, we are a nuts and bolts conversation that handles things within the sterile processing department. And on the weekends, we handle things outside of the sterile processing department because no one lives at work, even though it may feel like it. We ask you, is it knowledge or is it nonsense? Come and join us as we vet some of the process, processes, patterns, and perspectives that dominate our industry.